Okay, good morning. Welcome to my podcast. Uh, today's roundtable discussion is about your star player. Um, I was listening to um, David Banner yesterday. Um, I didn't even know he had a podcast, but it's pretty neat. And he was asking the host and the other staff and um, the person he was interviewing about who was their North Star. Um, if you know biblically from your North Star is the person of the location directed on where you're trying to go and where they was finding Jesus and this that and David the um star and yada 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 yada. So anyway, um so he was asking them like who is their North Star now, you know, after they've reached the level of success and um, they've done most of the things that they wanted to do, what pushes them and motivate them and who was their North star, um, in the beginning, uh, of life, you know, what made them decide to be who they became and, um, why. And, you know, I, I got to thinking about it, like back in the gap, um, I didn't have one. Um, I think, my North Star was myself. Um, I was so determined to not end up or be like anything of my family, uh, the way they act and carried on with themselves and stuff that I went through growing up. I just had no intentions on wanting to be like them. So I pride myself on um, just trying to be great, you know, and trying to achieve, you know, the normal American dream. You grow up, you do this, you do that. And, um, oh, I'm lying. Um, Maxine Shaw from um, um, Living Single. Um, yeah, crazy as it may be, I think that's who I kind of wanted to mimic my life of being a lawyer and you know, being the best at it, and I was always the cracking of the jokes, and I was dark skinned, and um, and I kind of, which is crazy, because I kind of wanted the same relationship that her and Kyle had as an actual relationship, too, because I just, I thought it was just so funny how they could just crack jokes on each other and still have that that love, but let someone else try to do it, it's going to be a problem. So I thought. You know, that's what, well, I still did, you know, even as I got to high school, um, I still wanted to be a lawyer and I wanted to be a detective, but I also wanted to be a dancer. Uh, I want, I did, I love the art of dance and choreograph and do music, which was weird, a lawyer that did music videos. But uh, I remember as I'm talking, it's coming to me. I wanted to also be a choreographer and, um, so one day in our, um, I remember Miss Chi in our business class, um, she asked us to write a paper on what we wanted to do, you know, when we grew up. And I said, you know, I had a lot going on, so I was trying to find the easiest thing, but I also always wanted to think out of the box because I knew people were going to say, oh, a lawyer, a police officer, it's rare you hear anybody say a judge, so I think that'd be kind of dope if you ask your kid what they want to be when they grow up and they say a judge. Like, that's that's phenomenal. Um, or even bring, um, 
Supreme Senate, you know, it's, it's always, you know, the regular stuff. So I said, well, since everyone or someone I know is going to be a lawyer and I'm going to write, uh, I'm going to be a choreographer for um, stage plays because I always did love plays too. So stage plays as well as like ballet and mix it to where it's kind of like in a hip hop form or whatever, whatnot. So uh, one of the guys that I was really cool with, um, he, wow. Okay, this is kind of cool. I'm glad that I spoke about this because this kind of got deep in my mind. Okay, so here it is. Anyway, so he um, was like, what do you want to be? And I was like, um, I wrote that I wanted to be a choreographer. And he was like, really? That's it? that uh, that's all you know and he said more words but that's pretty much what i heard and it kind of crushed my spirit like it really did it really dampered and i don't know why for some reason you know he wasn't even like blood you know he wasn't even like someone that i like we were cool but we weren't like the best of friends or he was you know back then you just called him the homie you know he was just like the homie um well, no, because California life, if you call someone your friend, that really doesn't mean too much of nothing. You know what I mean? It, it really doesn't. Uh, but if you call somebody your homie, then it's different because, you know, you you your home is where they say your heart is. So if you call someone your homie, that means that's, that's, that's it. Because you bring them home, you wake up, y'all communicate, y'all talk, y'all do a lot of stuff together. So to call someone your homie is heavier than calling someone your friend. So he was a friend. He wasn't a homie. Um, so when he said it, for some reason, I don't know why, probably again, I was going through so much at the time and I was still kind of insecure about not so much my looks. I was insecure about myself because, you know, when you're a West Indies and you're growing up in your childhood, they tease you a lot for the way you say things and the way you carry yourself. So I pride myself on speaking the English language that was so, dis you know, it's like, oh my God, you talk white. You know, I, I made sure I, I spoke proper English at all times when I attended school because I didn't want anyone to ridicule me or backlash or question me. So I really wouldn't tell anybody that I was, you know, from the islands unless, like they say, they was my, like I said, they was my homie. So then when you're my homie, that means you come to my home. That means you're around me all the time. So my native tongue is going to always slip out because I'm comfortable with you. And other than that, I stand on guards all the time. So because of that, um, I felt short. Like when I say I was on ASB um, programs, I was, you know, science club. Like I was trying to do everything that was um projected me to become a lawyer slash detective and um I also wanted to travel so I knew um like I had a great life map planned out like I really did and the odds has been against me since birth like I, I'm not even gonna lie to you like somebody didn't want me alive and um it's literally been that way my whole life like i've been fighting against the fucking sea you know my whole damn life and maybe i should have just turned around and just ride with the wave 
and just coast, you know what I'm saying, Be and do what the formality of life wanted me to do versus what I wanted to do, maybe it would have been, my, my life would have been better, I don't know, anyway, but, um, so, I, I had, like, a, a grand scheme of things, uh, mapped out, like, I had, um, by the time I turned 16, I knew I wanted to start working in a restaurant because I wanted to own one of those, but I ended up working at 14. And then, um, I wanted to travel. So I figured by the time I get to 18, um, I'll be a stewardess for like, uh, over a summer period. And I could just travel from place to place to place so I could just see the world. Um, and then... Um, I end up getting pregnant, uh, at 15. I'm gonna go back to DeAndre uh, at 15 and I had my son at 16. So my thought process was between this age and this age, um, I should be, cause now I can't really be a stewardess, but I should be a truck driver and then I can drive trucks, um, for at least two years because within that time, He'll, he would not have started school yet. So that gives me enough time to get all my coins together, still living at home with my, well, we ended up moving back to my, my home uh, out of California, uh, moving out of California. So I would have basically, my son and myself would have lived at my mom's house. And then for two years straight, I would have just drove trucks and just stacked my money. And then by the time I, got ready to stop driving trucks and my son was able to start school, then I would have been able to start college and then I could have lived on my own and um, had enough money to be okay for for years. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, truck driving made money. So I was going to do that. Okay, that's how my life was supposed to be after, you know, I found out I got pregnant with my son later. But for some reason, when DeAndre was like, that's it, that's all, like, that's what you want to be growing up, um, it crushed all my spirit. I don't know why, for some reason, when I have a validation from a man, because I guess I always thought them as kings of joy or whatever. But I think what he was honestly trying to say was, dude, you're better than that. Like, I've been around you and I've, you know, um, watched your characteristics and I've, you know, had a conversation with you. And he was, he had said that too. Like, you know, you could do something else. You could have done anything, but you wrote a paper on this. And I was like, I mean, do you know how much money these people make? And then the crazy, because that boom cat lady that I can't think of what her name is, um, with bad boys, like she became on TV and she choreographed so many artists, like the money would have came in, especially with me being from one location and then raised in another location. I could have basically incorporated both of those, but it wasn't a serious thing. It was just a paper. Like I literally was just writing a paper, you know what I mean? So I was literally really trying to take the easy way out because, like I said, I was kind of going through some stuff and I was trying to hurry up and get this paper done because, you know, it's business class and I wanted to make sure I learned everything that I needed to learn for later on because, again, I want to say four or five businesses. So I needed to have this um, class. I had to have an A in this class. That's just literally how I looked at it. But, you know, say, sometimes Satan, you know, or your, your fucking self 
throws you a curveball to knock you off your stance and you don't really pay attention to it, that it was a setup from the gate. So if I would have never, and then I was also on drill team and in dance at school. So I was, you know, working my way up there. And then I was going to do basketball and track and um, weightlifting. I, I, I was doing that too. So it basically, I was working my way up to my life. And that one conversation just kind of shunned everything. And then um, what else happened? And then you already heard the part of me getting pregnant. And then so... Even then with my son, like, I, after he came along, that was, like, my other star player. You know, it, it, he motivated me to want to do something more productive with myself because, shit, now I got somebody I got to take care of. I mean, and go further in life because I can't just not make sure he's straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't ask to be here, so... I had to just make sure he was going to be okay. So that pushed me and I finished high school. Like most people, they get pregnant. Like I had people that got pregnant with me around that time. And they ended up having like three or four kids and shit. And I wasn't trying to do that. Like that that one alone was just a lot. So I know I, I didn't want to have any more children. So I focused on school and getting things done. And then uh, I got to high school. Uh, out of high school, I'm sorry, and got to college, and then that another DeAndre came along and sucked the life out of me. So for me, my star player has always been myself, and for real, for real, and um, my son and um, Maxine Shaw because I wanted to be a lawyer, and then I still went, I still went. To pursue that. That was the joy of by the time I got to college. I went to pursue that. And um, they was like, well, you have to be an American citizen in order to become a detective and um, a certain type of lawyer, the lawyer that I wanted to be. And I was like, ain't this some shit? Like, <laughs> it's like... Every road, it's a fucking hurdle. Like, I, I just don't get, like, smooth, straight paths. Like, it's, it's a fucking hurdle. So, I was like, well, never mind on that. Then I'll just become a psychologist and just kind of navigate my way around it. And, nope, that didn't happen either because I got pregnant the second time, seven years later, the same way. So, those were my star players. Like, when I say I push myself to be great at whatever it is that I want to do. And um, here lately, like, uh, excuse me, um, I haven't been feeling that same drive. And uh, it was a part in there that David Banner was like, when you're at a certain level and you're a visionary, people don't really listen to visionaries anymore. They just kind of do. Everybody just want to be a part of the norm. And I just know... I never wanted to be a part of the norm. I've always wanted to be different. I've always wanted to stand out and, you know, achieve my own goals and take my own paths. And he was like, that that creates another issue. He was like, when I was going through what I was going through and, you know, my depression and this, that, and the third, because I just couldn't understand why on certain things and how come people wouldn't and 
um, what was my purpose and this, that, and the third. And it got me thinking because I do remember um, right before I listened to him, I was having a meditation and was having a conversation with um, my spirit world and my spirit man and was like, you know what I'm saying? This is, this is like, this is, this is getting really stupid right about now. It really is. And to hear that David Banner, you know what I'm saying? Because when you hear David Banner, you think of big. You think of like Killer Mike. You think of revolutionary. You think of people who wants to see change and make things better and stuff like that. And um, I, I love it. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that he himself goes through certain issues, you see what I'm saying? It's kind of like when you're a visionary, you're very sensitive to everything you're you're open to a lot of things and you see things before time and you see things in a different light so it gets stressful and overwhelming because nobody else sees it nobody else gets it nobody else understand it and the stuff that they're doing say in 2020 you was already doing it like <laughs> 20 15 or 2013 and it's like they're just now catching up so you kind of have to always remind yourself that it's it's you're just on a different wave path you're just you know what i'm saying you, you're just different and it's okay and you just have to find a new north star to um navigate you into the direction that you want to go and Sometimes it takes other people to push you to want to do better, but it's even harder trying to find someone to push you or even a like mind spirit because it, it it's a sucky, sucky situation to be one of a kind because it's not so much a lonely place, but it's more like you're frustrated because you don't get other people like other people get you or is it the other way around other people don't get you like you get them thank you sorry about that but um so it, it sucks it really does and you try to keep your head above the water and um you know you get bored extremely quick and you get sick of being around people a lot because their energy and their entity is just not it. So it's it's crazy because like a couple years back, I was really for real like, when I say even though I don't like my family, I love them as a whole of trying to be what we used to be and not so much um, um, like every day, but we grew up in a close knit like family, not to say we were like cool, but all we knew was each other. You know, back in the gap, all we knew was each other. And now life has transitioned to where family is no longer family. Like we don't really care for one another as much as we used to. And I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of folks are so lost now because they're, um, they're, um, stone is basically pebbles you know it's it's no more solid ground it's nothing more concrete it's no more of anything and I was literally just the other day you know thinking to myself like you know the big mamas are gone and 
my mom was that big mom and I know the torch has to be passed down and I've, I've, I know I've said it several times. Like, I don't want it. Like, I have literally got to the point where I honestly don't care about, and it sucks because when I say I was one of the biggest one to get my family together and want us to have like, uh, once a month events and, um, everybody come together and we laugh, joke and eat and, we smile and the kids know each other and they grow up together and we will be a unit and at this point in my life I, I sucks because I actually don't give a damn if we come together or not like I hope they do you know I really do I hope they get to a place where the kids know each other and the grandkids know each other and the cousins hang out together again and all the nieces and nephews and they're, you know, grouped it together as one. But for me, I I am so burnt out of my family that I, I just, I pray that they find their North Stars within each other and they um, pull together. That's even when it comes to my own children. Like, I, I hope they bond together and grow and all that that's supposed to happen but as far as me working that through I'm not because I learned when you trying to get somebody on their post they're not gonna do it they're gonna do it when they feel like doing it and it's gonna frustrate you so it's best to just let them do it on their own and let things work out in the way that they're supposed to I'm assuming that's how life is supposed to be now because I don't know anymore but that's pretty much my topic. It's like you got to find your North Star and what drives you and what motivates you to be great and uh, what motivates you to be a better person and get you to that place of life that you want to grow up to be this particular person. And in the meantime, you know, point people in that direction too of being phenomenal and being amazing and being joyous and being at peace and, you know, create laughters and love and stuff like that and be happy about it all. Like, that's pretty much, I'm assuming, what life is supposed to be, you know. Um, it could be looked at two ways. Life is trauma with slots of vacations or it's a slot, life is a slot of vacation with life is a vacation with slots of trauma one of two but either way how you look at it just never give up and just keep moving forward and hopefully whatever you're trying to reach for will be there